from the Ticats Audio Network. This is the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. Hello and welcome to the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. That's me, and I'm joined each week by Orlando Steinauer, the Ticats head coach. Coach, the regular season is done. The playoffs are finally here. Uh, you get to start with a home game. How, how big is that in your opinion, that, that you don't have to go on the road week one of the playoffs? Well, I mean, time will tell, but anytime you can reward, the, you know, uh, ourselves, the fans, the city, the owners, I mean, who doesn't want to play at home? It's, uh, you know, whatever advantage it is, um, we'll take it. And playing in front of uh, the fans here in, in Hamilton is always a special time. And what better way to celebrate uh, heading into the playoffs than than to do it on your home field? So um, we're excited. It was uh, took it down to the to the end to decide it, but uh, there's never a bad time to find out that you've got a home game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was there a uh, sigh of relief from uh, from your household Friday night, or maybe maybe you were asleep, maybe Saturday morning when you woke up to find that Ottawa had beat Montreal? Oh, no, the, the phone definitely uh, blew up a little bit, you know, yeah, and, and by blew up, I don't mean like by the amount of messages, but uh, it wasn't something that was put put there. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we weren't depending on anybody. And I know that's easy to say now that the game, you know, has already been played versus Saskatchewan. But, you know, our approach all along was that, you know, the our destiny is up to us. And if there's, you know, other little things that pop up along the way, that's great. But ultimately, we need to handle our business and play good football down the stretch to ultimately uh, accomplish our goals. Yeah, the I know you're not one to to uh, to, to be long winded about a, about another another football team, but I, I I am willing to say that I would very much so not want to be uh, in Montreal's shoes. You guys have found yourself, have been on an upward trajectory. Uh, this season and uh, that that's a tough position for Montreal to be in to really have played to, to a game that you didn't finish well and a game that you by all rights should have won uh, and then to end your season on that note I don't know that I, I, that's a hard position to be in in my opinion yeah and you're right you know I don't speak on other teams but I'm sure they're going to use that as some sort of motivation or however it would but again I don't spend a lot of time uh, worried or not even worried, just discussing, you know, other people's football teams, but, you know, I can answer it in reverse though, Luke, for sure. And that, you know, we wouldn't have been terribly excited, uh, except for the fact that we'd still be in the playoffs, you know, but, you know, you want to play at home and, and Montreal is a tough place to play, but, um, you know, just like they've won here, we had one there. So, um, we would have went in with full confidence. We expect them to come in with full confidence and the buildup is great, but ultimately that's why you play the game. Absolutely. And now, and now the, uh, the line in the sand is drawn and, and uh, every team, every team has an opportunity. The uh, after Friday night's uh, uh, Ottawa Montreal game, did you, did your approach change going into Saturday? I really didn't. Um you know, because at the end of the day, we don't ever take the field uh, relaxing or, you know, expecting to lose or saying, you know, it's okay if, 
like we had specific things that we needed to work on. You know, we had a formidable opponent in Saskatchewan. Absolutely. Like they're a big physical team. No, they do. They have their uh, quote unquote, a team out there. Uh, no, but they had a professional football team out there uh, that was, you know, there was a hard hitting game. And, and so at the end of the day, you know, I don't, I could sense in the locker room that, you know, people weren't anticipating texts or calls, uh, if you will, you know, wondering if they were going to play or not. Like the people that had their jersey hanging in their locker were ready to go. And uh, that was a proud moment as a coach. Yeah, that's great. The, uh, like I said, it seemed to me from an onlooker, uh, the team throughout the whole season was on an upward trajectory. It didn't start off the way that you wanted it to. The early games were tough. Uh, there were mistakes, there were injuries, there were controversies and it just, it just got a little bit better and better each week with the exception of a few games. Uh, you know, obviously the game in, in uh, Toronto two weeks ago didn't go how you, how you would have wanted it to, but with, with some slight ups and downs, you had an upward uh, trending team and you played very well in the last game of the season against Sask and, of course, like you said, you can you can say all sorts of things about about who Sask brought to play in the game and, and what that meant for them and and on and on. But the Ticats looked sharp and you're always trying to strive for that perfect game. And you're never and you know, Jerry Rice, he was he, his goal was to play a perfect football game. And he, and he said he never was able to do that in his whole career. But you strive for it. You're you're moving the right way. What is left for where this team has to go? What's what are the what are the final missing pieces that you want to see fall into place? Well, the tangible things and the physical things, I think, I think we have those pieces. Um, it's collectively doing it, you know, when it matters the most. That's the thing is that we have not played in a game um, of this magnitude this year. Um, I'm sure we had some games where we could have made it mathematically tough on ourselves to not make the playoffs, but the consequence was never elimination. And that's what the playoffs are all about. That's exciting. That's what you strive to do. You know, the first thing you want to do is get in and then, and then uh, you obviously want to host a game. And if you can get a buy, you do that, but you don't, you don't skip any steps along the journey. So um, what I just am looking forward to is, you know, putting together three phases. And I think that we're a tough football team uh, to beat when we, when we're able to do that and the times that we've shown up to games, no matter the opponent, um, the final score has been in our favor. So I'm just looking for our guys to learn from every game that we've played in and, you know, not make repeated mistakes um, at, at bad times. And I think that we did grow even in the Saskatchewan game. Like there's times we gave our offense the ball across midfield a couple of times yeah. where maybe earlier in the year we might have took a penalty or something in that situation. So there's lots of growth, but it's it's doing it'll be doing it uh, in the biggest game of the year. And, um, I, you know, me, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, we got out there and ran around a little bit today, but I'm looking forward to day one. And before we know it, it'll be the day before. And uh, obviously we'll kick it off nice and early on Sunday. Yep. It, it does. It does roll quick day. All of a sudden day one turns into game day. Uh, yes. <laughs> some, somehow, somehow every week it's, it, it, it goes quickly. The uh, I, I love that you mentioned that uh, part of the kicking game, just the idea of how many times in a game, how many times in a season can you give your offense a start on a 50 yard field? 
um, across the center line. And, and then you mentioned, you know, the, the opposite of that is when you get the, those penalties in the return game and coach, I got to tell you being in the booth and not on the sidelines anymore. First of all, you, you watch a game much, much more intently when you're not a player, you know, when you're, when you're, you don't have a great feel for what's not for the, for the two phases that you're not a part of at that moment as a player. And Mm -hmm. as I'm watching all of my Jeff Reinbolt, all my years of sitting in Jeff Reinbolt meetings (laughs) are oozing out of me in the booth because I, I, something, I don't know what it is. I just am so fired up when I see penalties in the return game, which has always, always, always been one of Jeff Reinbolt's just, uh, you know, you you can see the veins popping out of his forehead when you just mentioned (laughs) that. And and I'm right. And I all find myself right there with him. I just, that it's, it's like, I, I told RJ, I would rather somebody in the return game take a knee and not play that down rather than them try their absolute hardest and, and get a penalty. And the impact that those return game penalties have in the hidden yardage is so prominent now that I'm watching a game and sort of, uh, you know, sort of free of free of my own responsibilities on, on the field. And that the, the games where your kicking team has, has produced uh, drive starts better better than your opponent and when you've avoided those kicking game penalties uh, man it is a it's statistically significant in its relation to winning games there's no doubt and you know i think that's true for any any football team let alone our own but you know in in certain games when you know they you talk about a handful of plays most people will go to the easy identifiable ones and that would maybe be a drop pass or missed interception or an offside, but, you know, sometimes, you know, even, you know, on a regular kickoff, you know, it's, if you take a penalty and you, you know, you're trying to get to start somewhere around the 35 or, or, or better, and you take a penalty, now all of a sudden you're backed up and now your whole goal shifts. And, you know, from being an offensive guy to, you know, whatever your team goals are at that point, be it mm-hmm. two first downs or something, but if you get it out where it is, it's, Hey, let's go score a touchdown. 100%. And, you know, it changes from a play calling standpoint. It changes from, you know, a mindset of, of, you know, the receivers. You might be dealing with a goal post. Play selection's different. And, uh, you know, maybe you're trying to avoid a safety. I mean, you can go on and on and on. And that's the game within the game. And I guess that's what's beautiful about football. Yeah, you're right. And there's so many of those, you know, this week, uh, watching that last game, I, it was like you, I was w- waiting for one punter from either team to sort of take over that game within a game that is the field position battle and just trying to see who was going to who was going to first take the lead, not on the scoreboard, but just in controlling the controlling the where these drives were starting. And you're so right. You start you get that penalty in the return game. And now all your you're not even thinking field goal touchdown. All you're trying to do is get a first down. And it's just, that's a long football game to play. Um, Those teams that have, that can avoid that man. Oh man. It just, it just makes it so much easier for guys like Tommy Condell and, and Jeremiah Mazzoli and his offense just to, to call plays and to execute uh, uh, properly, but definitely be looking to watch for that this week and and which teams can control that uh, game within a game. Like you said, the, uh, Coach, your playing days, if you can think back and remember, and when you compare it to what it's like right now as a head coach, what's your, how do you compare that emotional approach to the game? What is this like entering the playoffs as a head coach compared to a player? Well, 
I can specifically remember, you know, as a player, you know, it's, it's kind of like it's here and, you know, the way we always approached it was, you know, we would, we would do a lot, a lot of things together. Like we always did. It's not like you abandon everything you did in the regular season, but there is a, a different, little bit different sense of excitement, but it's not like you'd warm up different or right. you abandon your routine, but you know, maybe, you know, you, you call an extra meeting with the defense and y'all watch film for, you know, 30 minutes or, or so or something on your own. And you just, mm-hmm. you're just excited to do that, to not leave anything to chance. And I think I quickly realized as a coach Luke, that you control a lot less as, as much as That's you think you control things, you just <laughs> totally don't like, and that just made me really think, okay, that's the power of preparation. My job now is to prepare the players the best that I can and then go let them perform because you can talk them all the way to the huddle up until the ball snaps and then it's it doesn't matter. Hmm. It's totally based on the preparation and, and trust that you have. So um, I think the more you can prepare and just, you know, ask yourself, have you prepared the players the best you can for the situations that may arise um, with the time allotted? And at the same time, there's a fine line between, you know, you got to be a good filter too. You, your job isn't to give the players every piece of information. It's your job to filter it hmm. and do that. So I think there is a big difference and you just as much control as you think I might've had as a play caller, you know, I could call it a, a great blitz. And if the DB falls down, I, I might get fired. You know, if, if, if I call a great blitz and we sack the quarterback, I may get an extension and you know, it's, it's just that game it's a player's game and the coach's job is to prepare and it's a player's job to execute. And um, it, it just makes it fun. Yeah. That's, that's so interesting that, that resonates as true with me though. I have no coaching experience. That's just such an interesting you know, it may be not what people notice or think, but, but, you know, it just comes down to guys making plays, no matter what the, no matter what has happened up to that point. I actually, That's right. I, it, as I started broadcasting and people are asking me, hey, do you get nervous? The thing. And I said two things, I go, the amount of like, it's not about me anymore. Like it used to be about me, you know, like I had like, a, I, yeah. I, like I got to go make a catch and like, I have to be maybe one of the guys to make a great play tonight. Well, it's, <laughs> it doesn't exactly matter what I do. And it certainly isn't about me. And then the other thing I'd say is, and also no one's going to tackle me. I don't think so. <laughs> it's very, there's very less. It was just, it's not a nervous thing that I get in the way that I'm interacting with the game now. And boy, it just comes down to players making plays a very interesting uh, perspective you have. Um, Coach Montreal's coming in. They did come off of a really, really uh, disheartening loss, but what are they doing? What do they do the best right now that you're preparing for? Well, I think their offense stays on the field uh, and that's not a discredit to their special teams or defense that, have done a great job too. I mean, they're a playoff football team. They're here for a reason. They were battling for a home spot up until the last week and, you know, they earned that. But I think while everybody else was getting their bearings, meanwhile, the offense was, you know, not going to and out and they were staying on the field and finding a way to score points uh, no matter who was in at quarterback. And that's, that's a credit to, you know, their staff and their players, right? Like it didn't matter if it was, you know, Schultz or Vernon Adams or even Trevor Harris, 
coming in. So I think their offense has done done a great job of staying on the field, which obviously keeps your defense fresh. And, you know, if you're not punting a whole bunch, you know, obviously it'll help your special teams. And then their defense, you know, they fly around, they play hard. I think um, they're, they're in shape and playing, playing hard up front. Uh, they're multiple. I think, you know, Barron's done a great job of, you know, finding out uh, what his football team can do defensively. And, you know, they've all obviously bought in. So uh, special teams wise, they're, you know, they've had, they had a dynamic returner turner early and it, it really showed and it's a weapon for them. And um, I'm anticipating that Alfred will be back to return for them again. So, um, you know, it, at the end of the day, you're, I'm going to say that about every football team because that's left in this, you know, this championship run because you don't get here if you don't have, you know, three good phases of football. It just is rare. So, um, you know, I think we're a pretty damn good football team ourselves. And, you know, I'm, I'm just looking forward to playing the game. Yep. I'm looking forward to seeing it. It's it's just lighting up and the situation is setting to be a uh, fantastic weekend. My final thoughts here for you, coach. As a player, I remember a Guelph playoff game, Rogers Center going to Ottawa. And then, of course, for every all the three Grey Cups that I had a chance to play in, we had to fly there in an airplane. Well, it's I, I've always talked about the BMO field as as the Ticats B Stadium. I always loved playing there. Yes, there was the, the, the game there a few weeks back did not go in the favor of the Ticats, but it, it's a short drive away. And lined up ahead of you is a home game, a, a Ticats B Stadium game, and another home game. I mean, it's really it's a beautiful setting and a beautiful opportunity for your team to, uh, to make a run at it. And I'm very, very excited to see the weeks ahead. I appreciate it, Luke. And uh, enjoy your first playoff game in your role. <laughs> I will. I won't be, uh, I won't be nervous. There's it's not, uh, it's not on me. So <laughs> well, I will. And you'll be dry and warm for sure. Yeah, uh, that's true too. So very good coach. Excited, excited for the weekend. Excited to see you and your team. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. The Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. Like, subscribe, and find out what Coach is thinking every Tuesday.